Hey, I'm Ashley. I take my blog posts and I turn them into podcast episodes. I like talking about bootstrapping as a solo founder, so you can expect to hear about my experiences of building with Jack and advice you can take with you on your journey as a bootstrapped solo founder. This week I'm talking all about minimum viable processes. I am probably the only person, in fact, no, I would say I am the only person to launch an insurance company in 2016 without automated quotes. That's very internet of 1996. Now, the reason that I launched without instant quotes was because I had no existing book of customers, I had no indication that I could build a successful business and I had no funding. So it's easy to see why insurers weren't beating down my door wanting to work with me. It costs insurers a lot of money to onboard brokers into their platform. So I'd have to start at the bottom and prove that I could convert leads before I'd then be able to have an instant quote system. It had taken me two whole years to get an insurer on board, which is a long time when you want to launch a business, two years. So when that opportunity finally came to work with an insurer, but have to manually process quotes, I took it. Now, it wasn't the perfect setup. It wasn't what I'd want in an ideal world, but I was just so eager to launch and this was the quickest way to get with Jack in front of real users. Plus, I figured that it would only be a few months, maybe six months at the latest before I'd have an automated system. So in the meantime, I was quite happy to handle everything manually. Now, what that meant when I say handle everything manually, it means that I'm checking for quotes in a CRM tool. So I'm waiting for customers to submit their details or potential customers at this point. Then I log into my broker panel. I process the customer's quote and I email it to them or phone them, but most people choose email. So this is a minimum viable process. If you'd said to me, when I launched back in 2016 that I'd still be manually processing quotes a year and a half down the line, I would think, well, no, of course I won't be. Like, that seems unthinkable that that would be my long-term solution. After all, my goal has always been to build an insurance company with design and tech at its core. And this manual process really felt more like a traditional broker rather than a tech startup. And it wasn't only that, I had other concerns as well about not having instant quotes. The first was that, well, it was 2016, right? People expect to buy their insurance with just a few clicks of a button. Now, how was I making insurance more accessible if it wasn't instant? I was worried that this approach of having to manually process people's details, which meant a short period of time where they'd have to wait for a quote, would put them off it. And secondly, I figured that I would lose sales without this instant process that flowed cohesively users would drop off. Um, In other words, I figured expectations wouldn't be met and my conversion rate would suffer as a result. So here we are, year and a half down the line, more than 200 customers later, and there's still no automated quote system. (laughs) Like I said, I did not expect to be manually processing quotes for this long. But 
it actually turns out that it's been somewhat of a blessing. So I'll tell you a bit about the beauty of the manual process, why this manual process has actually been a good thing for my business. The first is that the conversion rate is actually pretty high. 40% of the people who get a quote with Jack become customers. And I'm pretty happy with that figure. I don't know what the industry standard is, but 40%, I'll take that. Uh, conversions have actually improved over time. They started at 26% when I first launched. And in another episode, I'll share the tweaks that have contributed to that change. Uh, so my concern about users dropping off was unfounded. Now, I'm sure some users do drop off as a result of not having instant quotes, but 40% is a high conversion rate. The second upside of this manual process was that it actually has helped me understand my customers better. So I have spent the past year and a half having customer conversations. Most insurers have very few touch points with their customers and typically it's in pretty negative situations such as like when a monthly direct debit fails or a customer needs to make a claim. Now insurance doesn't have the best reputation. 73% of people don't trust their providers so I think the fact that insurers are dealing with customers mostly in sensitive situations actually contributes to the negative feelings that people have about insurance. So let's talk about these customer conversations. I have personally manually processed each of the well, I'm over 200 customers now, so 210 sales, which means that I've conversed with more than 200 of the very people that I am building with Jack for. And that's invaluable. That's a lot of uh, information that's really useful to me. I've learned where customers have come from, who referred them, why they signed up, what they thought of the experience, both good and bad, of course, and their motivations for getting insured. And forming an understanding of this stuff helps me improve the service and also helps me understand how and where to market it. So all of these conversations have been, um, and the insights I've gained from them, have been crucial in informing my decisions. And it's also influenced this new direction we're taking with the copy and design changes that we're making. Lastly, it's enabled me to connect and build deeper relationships with customers. Now, don't get me wrong, not everybody wants to engage with me or with Jack. Some people prefer to sign up with as little interaction as possible. They just want to check that box, be on their way, and they really don't care who's powering the experience for them. It could be with Jack or it could be any faceless corporate insurance company. Um, and despite me having to manually process everything, it is entirely possible to buy your insurance via Jack without interacting with anybody because what happens is when I send you an email with your price, your quote, there's a link to buy the policy in that email. You can click that link, fill in your payment details and job's done. You don't have to engage with me. But for many in the type of customer that I'm trying to attract with Jack, they do want more from their insurance provider. So they're happy to engage and help shape with Jack. So after this fear of launching without instant quotes, it turns out that people are okay 
with the human element, the manual processes. And that proof is, of course, that 40% of people who get a quote become customers. There's an article called What to Do If You Didn't Get Into Y Combinator. And there's a quote I've taken from that. Um, Alex from Groove says, customer development has been the most valuable thing that we've done when it comes to moving our product and company forward. And I wish we'd have done more of it in our early days. So when I launched with Jack in 2016, I wasn't necessarily thinking along the lines of customer development because if I'm being honest with you, I didn't even know what that was. The manual process was simply the quickest way to ship and get something online. But here we are a year and a half down the line and I completely echo Alex's comment about customer development being the most valuable thing that they've done. You know, speaking to my customers, um, which has been as a direct result of having to manually process these quotes, has really helped me gain a better insight into my business. Now, it's not all fun and games. There is, of course, a big downside to manually processing quotes, and that is that I can never be too far from a computer. I am attached to my laptop. So in January, I actually enjoyed my first holiday since launching my business, which um, was in Lanzarote. My family and my mum's boyfriend's family, we all went away on a big family holiday to uh, Lanzarote. And it was great weather. It was just fantastic to get away from the, you know, Scottish winter. But I had to carry my laptop everywhere. I onboarded a customer on the airport bus, and I'm not even talking about the bus that takes you to the airport, but the bus that takes you from the gate to the airplane. So I I had about a three minute window to finalize a sale there. I sent quotes by the poolside, I answered emails over dinner, um, but perhaps most impressively, I actually emailed somebody their quote from on top of a volcano quite proud of that and actually Volcano Quote did convert and it was the biggest sale that I've had this year so it was definitely worth it um but yeah I'm attached to my computer all the time I'm not proud of that it's just the way that things have to be at the moment and that is the downside of manually processing quotes but it is a small price to pay and I'm always reminding myself that it's temporary so we are actually building an automated quote system as I speak. I feel like I've been saying that for a few months now. Uh, Some things have happened that have have held the process up, but Scott's designing the customer journey. I've got Vic Bell doing illustrations. Um, I've hired a freelancer from scratch who's done the copywriting. Great team putting this together. Um, But I am actually afraid that this automation will negatively affect this 40% conversion rate. However, from the customer conversations that I have had, I do know that I have lost sales due to not having instant quotes. And existing customers have also expressed their preference for automated quotes when shopping for insurance. And it will also allow us to experiment a bit more with the customer journey and get more creative. So what is the point in all of this? Why am I talking about this minimum viable process that I launched with? Well, I personally have two takeaways from all of this. The first is that I think you should launch with the simplest version of your product or service, a small experiment, shall we call it. So at one point, I 
definitely would have considered delaying the launch of Withjack until the system was automated. Not, not because I was deterred by the work involved in having to sit at a computer and manually process everything, but because I believed customers, you know, in this day and age expect instant quotes and would be discouraged by having to wait for a quote. And obviously I was wrong. 40% of the people become customers. So the idea should always be to launch with the simplest approach, speak to your customers and learn. And sometimes that means launching with manual processes. Another quote that I've taken from another article titled Minimum Viable Product Process says that an MVP as a process that you repeat over and over again, identify your riskiest assumption, find the smallest possible experiment to test that assumption and use the results of the experiment to course correct. My second takeaway is that you should really be building customer development into your business from day one. I can't stress that enough. Now, with Jack's growth has been very slow, very steady, very organic. This is the nature of bootstrapping. But I do believe, I'm very confident that long term, I'll have a competitive advantage because of each and every one of those conversations that I've had. So you should be speaking to everybody customers, potential customers, and even lost customers. 60% of people who get a quote on with Jack sadly don't become customers. I don't ignore them, even if it doesn't mean that I have to have an uncomfortable conversation about why they didn't sign up. Now, it's, it is tricky getting a follow-up from lost sales. They're not customers, so they're obviously not going to be very invested in the service and what it is you're building. Therefore, it's not likely that they'll want to take the time out of their day to provide you with constructive feedback. Um, But I have found that what works for me is using this little tool called Iterate. It's a survey tool. And whilst I don't get a high response rate from lost users, it has worked better than sending direct email. So I create a short survey with three questions and stress that it's anonymous. And when I send a link to the survey, I also try appealing for feedback on a personal level, like, hey, we're bootstrapping this. I'm a one woman startup. This feedback really helps. So I'll share some of the feedback that I've been getting. One of the questions in the survey is, why did you not sign up to With Jack? And I've taken three answers here. The first was, I decided not to take out an insurance policy, which in itself isn't helpful. But my follow-up question on the survey is, what can we do to make With Jack better for you? And they elaborated on their question um, and, or sorry, they elaborated on their answer. So from their response and the follow-up question, I can gather that they were happy with the customer journey, but they were shopping around and looking for a provider based solely on price, which is fine. I, I enjoy your cheap insurance, okay? So the second piece of feedback I have here is that my client insisted on a ridiculous level of cover. Now, I actually see this a lot. Their client gave them a boilerplate contract that they also use for big companies. So it demanded a ridiculous level of cover, like 10 million of professional indemnity, public liability, employer's liability, which would have cost 
potentially over a thousand pounds. And this isn't an uncommon scenario. I see clients giving freelancers these boilerplate contracts a lot and freelancers should push back on those terms. But from this feedback, I now know, okay, I can write a blog post about what to do when your client requests a high level of cover. And the last piece of feedback that I'm sharing today is somebody who said I needed worldwide cover. Now, this is interesting because Withjack can actually insure you worldwide, but this indicates that I haven't done a good job of being clear about that. It is in my FAQs, but not everybody reads the FAQs, so I wonder if there's something we can do to build this directly into the customer journey. So now I have something actionable to implement, do a better job of highlighting this feature. So in closing, I just want to give a big thumbs up to the whole manual processes uh, approach. Um, Waiting until with Jack was automated would have delayed my launch and it would have cost significantly more to build. So with this manual process, I was able to ship quickly, uh, start earning money earlier and learn from customers immediately. And with the automated system, I would have missed out on a lot of insights. Switching to this um, instant quote system that we're currently building does mean missing out on conversations at this point in the customer journey. And that's something that I'm going to really miss because I believe that's what's helped me bootstrap with Jack from the first 20 customers to 200 customers. But I'm really hoping that the automated quote system will take me from 200 to 2000. But my point is with this post, a couple of takeaways Don't be afraid to launch with a simple version of your product or service that isn't perfect, that isn't automated. Embrace the manual processes. And secondly, try building customer development into your business from day one. That's all from me this time. I'll see you next time. Bye. I always feel weird saying bye in a podcast because I am sitting in the room by myself. Bye. Bye.